Hey everyone, this is Mike Walker and welcome back to another episode of the Control Room Podcast. Me and Romo got a lot of stuff to get into today. We got a great episode for you. Uh, starting with last night with the Lamar Jackson experience. That boy is bad, man. Like He's probably the MVP. I can't see anybody else taking it away from him. And he is just extremely fun to watch. Also, we get into something that wasn't fun to watch, which is the Cowboys versus Patriots game. Uh, is it time for Cowboys Nation to, to panic? Me and Romo get into it also we talk about uh the mvp discussion for the nba we know it's early but luca and greek freak are on some historic tears right now so we gotta talk about who we're more impressed with and who is our top choice for mvp right now and then you know we gotta talk about our uh laker clipper rivalry so far who we've been more impressed with the lakers or the clippers and you know by the way Mellow's back. So sit back, relax, and enjoy the show. Hey, everybody, this is Mike Walker, and welcome back to another episode of the Control Room Podcast. I have my guy representing the John Muir Mustangs, Ramiro Romo. Playing for that Division 11 championship. I haven't won in 30 years. Division 11? Yeah, it's kind of changed since I was there. Yeah. We used to be, uh, you know, the tougher division. A little division higher. A little back higher. Because uh, I remember being at Maranatha back in the day. We were like D13, lowest level football. Just had come up from eight man football. And guys like you would make fun of us about being so low. They didn't even know that there was 13 divisions. Now you guys are 11. But there's a difference. We're winning championships at Division 11. Okay. We made the playoffs. Does that count? No, it doesn't. doesn't count? You got to win the we, chip. We had a winning record. We were, I think, 6-4. and four, First winning record in years. Wow. We're like 10-2, and two, sir. Okay. okay. Well, who are you guys playing against? Uh, Marina High School out in Huntington Beach. I don't know if I'm going to make it out there. That's quite a drive. Okay. We'll okay. see. Oh, did, you we'll play, see. did you play back in the day? Uh, a little bit. A little bit? A little bit. What position you play? I was playing linebacker. And Line, linebacker, yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah like, we, we had a pretty uh, small squad. Unlike other teams that had like 80 players, you know, we had a pretty small roster okay. the year I, I played football. Well, okay, we know it's take, we're taking a trip down memory lane, which is good. But, you know, something we never talk about is Monday Night Football because we typically record our podcast on Monday so we don't get to talk about the game that night. Uh Thanks to me having a ton of homework that I did not want to do but had to do, Man. we pushed it back a day, and look what happened. The Lamar Jackson experience is real. Five touchdowns in a single game. Jackson 5. <laughs> you know, I saw the Jackson 5 trending on Twitter, and I had no idea. I'm like, why the hell is the Jackson 5 trending right now? And now I know. I mean, so he's MVP, right? Absolutely. He, he sealed the deal last night. It's uh, I, look. I saw the Michael Vick experience. Uh, Michael Vick was on the cover of Madden. Real life cheat code. This is. I don't know what this is. It's Lamar Jackson because the coaches. Jackson. Yeah, well, because the coaching staff in Baltimore has actually built a system around him yep. that's tailor made for his game. Back then, Vick kind of had to fit into whatever they were doing. And, you know, he kind of got creative and would, and would make certain plays here and there. They're really like, they built this team for Lamar, and it's showing. And yeah, Harbaugh really changed the playbook. Mm-hmm. You know, everyone talks about 
uh, boy genius. Uh, Rams coach Sean yeah, McVay Sean last McVay. year. Everyone was talking about, oh, he's the next Belichick. He saved Jared Goff's career. Yeah, but when you don't have Todd Gurley yeah. running the ball, it really makes it difficult to win games. I don't know what's going on. Jared Goff is my fantasy quarterback in, in the Control Room Podcast League. Uh, Cooper Cup has been awesome this whole year. We're headed the wrong direction, fellas. I need we got We got to turn this thing around. Not good. Man, it's, it's crazy, but I'm happy for Lamar. You know, people want him to be a wide receiver. They didn't think he could play quarterback at this level. And it's going to take a, a, a catastrophic fall for him not to win the MVP. And that's amazing because I got to say, I was skeptical. I was still, I think a couple of weeks ago, I picked Deshaun Jackson over Lamar because I just felt like mm. his style of play was more sustainable. Yeah. And uh, with Lamar, I'm still a little worried about yeah. that because – they, they do hit hard. No, he's, he's impressed me, man. Yeah. Like, you know, uh, after the game, at the press conference, they asked him about the MVP. He said he's not worried about the MVP. He wants to win a Super Bowl. Because that's going to validate him forever. I mean, his mindset is, uh, you know, bigger things. Yeah. Um, he's a winner. He's a winner. He's a winner, man. And um, he just happens to be one of the most exciting athletes in sports today. And to think that he got passed up by... Pretty much every team in the league. They did. 30, was it 31 teams passed up on him? Well, just like in a lot of organizations, people are sheep. You know, he's something new. He's something different. They didn't know what to do with him. Uh, Harbaugh was the only one. He said it to in the offseason. He's like, this is going to be a Lamar Jackson-friendly offense. And no one knew what the hell that meant. We thought that was just like coach speak. But we're seeing now. I mean, they just beat the Patriots. They yeah. just beat the crap out of the Rams who were in the... So they, they just beat the last two teams who were in the Super Bowl. They are the real deal. So Yeah, I'm, and they got you know they got a, a, a big game coming up against the Niners, which Super everyone is saying could be a, a potential Super Bowl matchup. Man, I, Jimmy G and Lamar Jackson will be uh, going head up. Man, I'm curious what Lamar does against that defense. If that defense can do anything to stop him because he is a new Vic. He is a new Chico. But uh, moving on to, you know, uh, Romo, he, he got a little bit into it, but uh, Romo was upset. I'm upset too, but Romo, he, he specifically made a point. He said he had some things to get off his chest. Uh, we're going to talk about this Cowboys game and what happened. It was ugly to watch. I don't have very much to say because I'm just sad. Uh, Romo, tell us how you feel. We need a new coach. Okay. It was... Never more evident than when you see Belichick on the other sideline, just completely, you know, just game planning, uh, you know. <laughs> I'm like, why can't we game plan like Belichick? Like, I don't understand, you know, why. A lot of coaches, a lot of teams ask that, though. I mean, but come on, man. We have a coach who appears to be coaching like, you know, Little League or something. He's out there <laughs> clapping, you know, when we're down. It's like, what are you doing, man? These are grown, man. You got to make them accountable. Uh, I don't know if you heard the press conference, but Jimmy Jones was really uh, – uh, Jerry? Jerry? I'm sorry. I'll call it Jimmy. Yeah. Because, you know, he says things like, uh, uh, let's not uh, circumcise a mosquito, whatever the hell that means. But he was really critical of – Jason Garrett, um, I think Jason Garrett is on the chopping block. I, I think he's a lame duck. I heard some. I heard some quote where Jerry said something like he paid for a, a championship team, and this is basically an average team. Yeah, and they're performing like an average team. Yeah, yeah and and he put a story out there. Apparently, before he hired uh, uh, Garrett, I, actually going further back than that, 
Belichick was out of a job at one point. This was prior to him, you know, becoming the Patriots coach. This is long. This is, this long is a long time ago. ago yeah. yeah, Belichick actually uh, told Jerry Jones, "Hey, I'm interested in coaching, coaching, you know, the Cowboys." But I don't know if you remember Belichick back then wasn't quite no, as highly touted. No, I think he, he was coming off like Cleveland Browns job or and, something, and, and him, they, they were horrible. And him and Parcells back in the day, they had a Kobe Shaq s kind of feud. So yeah, but Bill Parcell, I mean uh, Bill Belichick, was not really that highly rated of a coach uh, before he, he took over the Patriots. Obviously, he turned that around. Uh, yeah, I think he had six six Super Bowl championships. It, it helps yeah. to have Tom Brady as your quarterback. No doubt, no doubt. But you know, one thing about Belichick is uh, you know he has the killer instinct. If he can put you away, he's going to put you away. And uh, what was so upsetting about this game is the Cowboys had a chance to win this game. They were yeah. in this game, you know. Uh, you know, the, the weather was ugly, you know. So I thought, okay, we're, we're just going to feed Zeke. We're going to run the football. Mm-hmm. You know, that's what you do in this kind of weather. Yeah. You know, you, you don't want to throw the ball because it's, it's just not. That couldn't even grip yeah, the ball. He, yeah, he had to put gloves on. Yeah, it, it's, it's just not a good game plan to throw the ball. So, you know, I figured we have, we have the better running back. This should be our game. You know, and they got they got close, man. They you know they they uh, you know granted there was some back calls. You the know tripping, the, the refs the, tri- the tripping the refs, the refs were tripping. Seriously, <laughs> no pun intended. Right, I remember yeah. they were arguing about on the broadcast, and one of the guys was like, "See, he lifts his leg up there," and they're like, "Yo, he's blocking. He has yeah. to move. The only way you can move is if you lift your damn legs." And the guy was like, "Oh, well." Yeah, it's like, come on, man. You can't be making calls like that. Yeah, but that's nothing new. When you play the Patriots, you know, in New England, you know, they're going to get calls going their way. That's just that's just something you got to be prepared for. Yeah. And the Cowboys just weren't aggressive enough, man. They had opportunities. You know, uh, you know, special teams was not very good. They missed a, a early field goal. Didn't Red I, Ma- Maher. Uh, yeah, I'm not gonna get too hot because the once the, the New England kicker also missed a couple. Yeah, I mean the, the ele- weather was the horrible. Elements horrible. The elements were horrible, which is you know what surprised me is down the stretch there in the fourth quarter, Cowboys are, are you know they're rolling, they're they're going down the field, man. I think the score was like 13-6, right? Yeah. Yeah. They they had a, a drive where they went like sixty yards, yeah. and I'm thinking, okay, man, we're gonna get a touchdown. We're gonna tie this game up. But what does uh, boy genius, Mr. Ivy League uh, coach Jason Garrett do? Bring the kicker out. Yeah, I don't think he's good at math. <laughs> I don't think he's good at math because uh, yeah. we needed a touchdown. Yeah, that was like and, our only uh, solid drive. Yeah, he day. opted to, to to get a field goal, and um, you know, of course, the Patriots just. Pretty much milked the clock. We didn't get the ball back to like two minutes left. Yeah. So our two minute offense. And I think in, Dak in that had weather, to go like ninety yards. Yeah. Or something. That's just asking way yeah. too much from your quarterback. Um, you know the Cowboys go, just, go ninety yards in Foxborough against the number one rated defense in horrible weather. Yeah. Dak, this is where you earn your money. It's, it's like come it's on, too much man. to ask from yeah. him, man. And, and you know the Cowboys just uh, uh, like I said, man. Uh, it just seemed like Jason Garrett was content with just keeping the game close. Yeah. He just didn't want to get blown out. You know, yeah. but I'm th- I, I'm I'm sitting there like, man, you can win this game, like, you know, like, come on, man, like, go go for it. But uh, nah, man, J- Jason Garrett's got to go. That's the bottom line. Obviously, Jason Garrett's um, got to go. People have been championing this for a long time. I think Jerry's yeah. finally coming around to it. I'm actually not super emotional about this game because once you see the weather and no one can even pass the ball, no one can kick the ball. 
It's like, man, this is this is a toss-up game. So yeah, and it doesn't get easier. We got a quick turnaround here. We play on Buffalo, Thanksgiving. Right? We play yeah. Buffalo. Right, who's right. playing really, really well. Josh Allen uh, is uh, playing at a high level. My only saving grace is which I said earlier in the year is the Eagles suck. Yeah, thankfully, thankfully Seattle beat Philly. Yeah. Yeah. So you know, we wait. Somehow, yeah. some way, we're yeah. still, we still winning good. that division. We're still good. So yeah. that's about the yeah. only positive yeah. to take away from New York from this and, week. That, and the Washington football team. They're irrelevant. Oh, oh yeah. So that's they're, why, they're not even a factor. Yeah, that's why I'm not really tripping. But uh, we got to turn it around because people people have given yeah. up on us now. So there's no more pressure. Just yeah. just win your win the games. The rest of the way and get into the playoffs, and we'll see what happens. Speaking of New York, let's talk about the other New York football team. Rome, because Rome we took, going no, some more people. Here we, we go. No, we, we <laughs> took a lot of criticism we did. for losing to the Jets, right? We, we Mainly sure from Raider fans. We sure did. You know, but Karma, Karma's a bitch, a couple, man. A couple Raider fans, uh, Daryl and your, your family. Well, yeah. yeah. So, hey, I took a lot of crap. You yeah. know, hey, how can the Cowboys lose to the Jets? That's embarrassing. And guess what happened on Sunday? What happened was... Uh, <laughs> the Raiders got beat even worse than we did like it by Sam Darnold. Like, I'm thinking about picking up Mr. the Jets. Toronto. I'm thinking about picking up the Jets defense now. I'm like, no, don't what do happened? That. Don't do that. Don't do was that. Was it just one, one time? Yeah, yeah, don't do that. That was against the Raiders. Against the Raiders. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 <laughs> Could be misleading. Well, maybe yeah, I think it's a little misleading. Maybe I'll just pick up whoever is going against the Raiders each week. That's a good game plan, yes. actually. Yes, because I had Derek Carr starting in one in in the control room podcast league yeah. as long as as well as Josh Jacobs. Yeah. No, See, no that's points. another thing, man. When yeah. you got a running back like that, you need to give him the ball. I don't understand. Look, man, when you got guys like Zeke, yes. you know, Josh Jacobs, man, you, you gotta give these guys the Girly. ball. Give them 30, 40 carries. Yes. You know, let him carry the load, man. Yes, because with the exception of Dak, Jared Goff sucks. Derek Carr, I thought he was coming back around. I don't know what the hell happened. Can the Rams get a refund on, on that Dude, golf contract? 110 mil? <laughs> wow. Wow, that's, yeah. Jared Goff, come on, man. Get, Highway get, get your shit together, man. Come on. I forget they're I forget they're the LA Rams too. Come on, LA, represent. They're, they're still St. Louis, as far yeah, as they're St. Louis. Chargers still St. Louis. When they play like that, yeah, Chargers still San Diego, whatever. <laughs> Back to St. Louis. All right, man. Moving away from football, we gotta talk about. We gotta talk about your boy Luca, man. And the NBA. Woo! Can you say MVP? Because or is that a little too premature? It's not anymore. It's really not. And I gotta say, I gotta say, because you know I was slow. To the Luca hype train. I tried to tell you, Mike. Me, I tried to me. tell you. And, and Bill Simmons, who who the pod father, would he been hyping Luca for a long time? And you know, he his rookie season was up and down. To be fair, to, to be fair, there's a couple. I mean, games to be expected. Where he played, you know, rookie season. So it was like okay, and the people were like, hey, the next year, this year with him for Zingas, we did mention on the Western Conference a preview podcast that I at least felt like. They were a year early. Like, I, I knew him and, and Porzingis were going to be good together. I said maybe the following year they get a couple more pieces. Because I still don't know who's on that team, for real. Luka is averaging 30, 10, and 10. Damn. Triple doubles. He just out-hardened Harden when they yeah. play Houston. Yeah, I think 41. He, 41, like, like 10 it's assists, like it's 7 nothing. boards. And they beat Houston down. I, I've been telling you this kid is special, man. He's been playing, he's been playing with uh, against pros since he was a kid. Right. People don't understand that. Like he's been playing against yeah. 
grown man since he was like 13, 14 years old, and he's been holding his own. Right, been holding his own. Yeah. Been one of the top players. So, this gotta, guy's the real deal, man. I gotta give it up. He's, he's, and he's only 20 years old. That's crazy. You know, when you think about just the, the, the potential, right, and what he's already doing, the things he's already doing, I mean, it's amazing what, I mean, what's to come from this guy. I mean, he is special. It's, it's amazing. It's fun to watch. Uh, people are comparing him to, like, a modern-day Larry Bird. Bird, yeah. He's like birdish. If, yeah, because they're saying, yeah. like, Bird's game was different because in the 80s, it's more back to the basket. Mm -hmm. But Bird had that playmaking ability from the forward yeah. position. And uh, he just didn't have, like, the handle Luka has. But they're saying if he grew up under, into, under today's rules and NBA in general, he would have developed that handle. And Luka is basically the evolution of Larry Luka Bird. Luka is becoming a legend, just like Larry Legend. Man, it's crazy. Uh, cool you, hand Luka. Did you hear the joke he, he had about Dirk the other night? No, nah, what did he say? Because somebody asked him about the Mavericks' improved defense from last year, and he was like, well, you know, last year we had Dirk, so that kind of made oh. me so fun defense. <laughs> well, you know, he's not lying. No, he's not. I think uh, but him and Dirk got a lot of love between each Dirk, other. Dirk was limping up and down the court. Dirk, Dirk passed the torch to Luka. I think he's just taking a shot at his mentor. They, they finally took out. They took uh, uh, Dirk out back and shot him. Man, hey, Dirk still doing commercials. <laughs> Put him out of his misery. Hey, Dirk got them a championship, and he will forever. Nah, be much respect to Dirk because Dirk, you know, he did yeah. special things, man. He beat. Yeah. He beat was it uh, uh, oh. the the Heatles? He, he well, beat. No, you gotta go back to the beginning. Yeah, he beat. In one, he beat Brandon Roy in yeah. the Blazers. Yeah, people don't know who Brandon Roy is. Super underrated. Then he beat the Lakers. Yeah. with Kobe. And I, I remember. think you guys were defending champions that yeah. year. Then he beat OKC with KD and Russ, yeah. and then he beat the Heatles with Wade Bosch. And uh, your boy Bronze. So. Yeah, I think I think it was after uh, uh, Dirk beat us that mm. uh, Phil retired. Probably. Yeah, he said, "I'm out of here." <clears throat> That's when Andrew went back to my ranch in Montana. Andrew Bynum took that shot to JJ Barrera <laughs> and tried to kill him. You know, Pau Gasol's have problems with his girlfriend. <laughs> so, so Dirk Dirk retired Phil Jackson back to his ranch in Wyoming or whatever the hell. Kobe had to, Kobe had to go to Germany get his knee done. He's like, yeah. "Fuck this." You know, so but, hey, dirt. Much respect to dirt. But Luca, man, I gotta give it up to you. I gotta give it up to everybody who's a Luca fan. I called it. It's. Uh, I called it. it. It, dude, it's it's amazing to see. You say he's only twenty years old, and I would say he's definitely in the MVP conversation with this other Free guy. Free. With yeah, this yeah. other guy, who can I give you his numbers real quick? Uh, Thirty-one points. 14 rebounds and six mm. assists a game. And I th I'm pretty certain they have the top spot in the East right now. How do you say MVP in Greek? That's, that's, uh, that's Giannis. That's how you say it. That's <laughs> so how you say hey, it. They don't call him the Greek freak for nothing, man. And the thing is, people don't understand because nobody really pays attention to Bucks basketball. He's been doing it without Chris Middleton, who's been hurt for the past couple of weeks with the injury. He just had 50 points and 10 rebounds and no turnovers in the game. And that hasn't been done since this guy in New York. His name is uh, Here we go. Uh, Carmelo Anthony. Here we I'm go. Like, whoa, 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 whoa. It's not mellow time yet. We still, I look, we got to marinate on the MVP conversation. But, you know, it's a little foreshadowing. Until just a, a, a little off. A little, hold off on We're going to hold off on the mellow love real quick. But, Thank no, goodness. seriously, man. Uh, Luca and, and, in my opinion, Luca. And uh, Greek Freak are top candidates for MVP. Uh, are any, anybody yeah. else in the discussion for you? No, those two guys. Um, they, I mean, they are special, man. Like okay. when you think about, you know, they haven't reached their, their potential yet. Like these guys are still. 
Yeah, because Greek Freak, I believe, is 24. Yeah. yeah. I mean, so they're relatively young. So we're still, just we're just seeing, you still know. Still can't shoot yet. You know, he's, still, yeah. he's getting better, but he still can't shoot. And they're putting up 40, 50 like it's nothing. So yeah. just imagine when they when, when they do develop a, yeah. a, a consistent shot. Yeah. Well, Luka can shoot. Luka just isn't is a liability defensively. Greek yeah. Freak, on the other hand, is a monster on the yeah. defensive end. Yeah. I'm surprised you haven't brought up, brought up your boy, Bron James, for uh, MVP. Oh, can ready. we talk about that chase down block? Last night against the Spurs. I mean, it, it was reminiscent. It was reminiscent of that block he had against Curry and the Warriors in the in the championship. I mean, for people who say that LeBron doesn't play defense anymore, I want you to look up that highlight, that chase down block. I mean, this man, it, it's amazing what he's doing. In the seventeenth year, still giving it hundred and ten percent. With all that said, is LeBron James in the MVP discussion? It's early. It's early, like we said, the front runners, you know, Luca and, See, I was and, and the Greek free. I was ready for you. But you know, I mean, let's be honest. We're only a quarter okay. through the season, twenty games. Want me, uh, give, want me to give you bronze stats? Oh, I'm sure they're spectacular. No, they're they're, they're decent. They're decent. Dec- they're decent for a for an old man. Uh, <laughs> he's averaging twenty five points per game, Woo. eleven assists per game. I think mm. he's a league leader in assists. And wow. seven rebounds per game. Not bad for a guy and the Lakers who's are, washed. And the Lakers are number one in the West. So basically, I, I have to bring Braun up because the media is definitely pushing Braun for MVP. Like I said at the beginning of the year, they were going to try and give this man the damn MVP. AD does not play with Anthony Davis. I'm sorry. Greek Freak does not play with Anthony Davis. Luka does not have Anthony Davis. Hell, James Harden, who's averaging 40 points per game, hey. does not have Anthony Davis. And they're trying to give this man the MVP. If you look at these stats, it's not even close. Look. Okay? They better not give him the MVP. Look, the most important, the most important thing is the Lakers are the top team in the NBA. Okay. Not in the West. Okay. In the entire NBA. Okay. 15 and 2. Before, so that is... The most important stat. That's what matters. Absolutely. All right? The Absolutely. Lakers are the top dog. Let me ask you this. The king, Let me dare ask I you say. This. Lamar Jackson said he's not worried about the MVP. He wants another championship. Honestly, deep down in your heart of hearts, does LeBron want another championship? Or would he love to get an MVP at 35 years old? Hey, why not be greedy and oh, get both? Okay. Why not get both? Okay. You're not getting either. You're not getting either. <laughs> This is not going to age well, you Mike. Are, you are the this best. This is not going to age you are well. You're the best at not answering your question. That's all I got to say. <laughs> My hat's off to you. This is not going to age well. This is going to age perfectly well. But before we get into our, our, our usual Lakers and Clippers talk, you know, can I, can, I just, can I just have a moment for my guy? Go ahead. No! Did you hey, not see neighbors, that game? Your neighbors did must you hate you, Did you see that man. game last night? No, I didn't. Yeah, you did. Because no, I sent you, I was watching Lamar Jackson. I, well, I sent you plenty of highlights, sir. I didn't watch them. I, I did not Mello, even click on them. No. He had like 12 points in the first quarter. 25 points, 8 rebounds. I forget how many assists. It doesn't matter because he's bowling. He's bowling. 50% from the field, like 60% from three. Oh my goodness! You talk about washed. You talk about he can't get into the goddamn league. You talk about nobody wants to bring him into training camp because everybody got all these scrubs on the bench that's better than Melo. He's coming out busting y'all people's asses right now. Okay, this is like his fourth game back. 
And Dame Lillard's not even healthy. People talk about because you're going to bring up, hey, they haven't been winning. Dame oh, Lillard. Yes, I am. You know how many points he had? Let me give you a stat. This is the first time Dame Lillard has scored like under 15 points and the Blazers have won. Dame Lillard's back is messed up. He's been having back spasms lately. But even when he's celebrating on the sideline after Melo hits a three, three to the dome, he's got like a wrap around his back. But Melo's here to save the day. And I just want to let y'all know, you fucked up for not signing Melo. And he's coming back on a revenge tour. And he lets y'all know, this ain't no retirement tour. My. His passion for the game is strong. He got a lot of left to take. He got a lot of mo. Mike. He got a lot of mo, Romo. No, no, he doesn't. Okay. No, he doesn't. So you're you're gonna you're you're gonna rain on you're gonna rain on my parade today? Yes, I am. This is this is shame. Because that's what I do. That's what I do. Look, man, you're you're ignoring the fact that he's played what, three games, I believe? I believe four. Four. I believe They've won four. one game out of those those four games. Dame Lillard didn't okay. play in like the first two or three. It doesn't matter. If, if Melo is matter? if Melo is still as good as you say he is. Whoa, 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 whoa. Oh, as good as you say he is. I'm not saying this is all NBA Melo. I'm not saying this yeah. is even All Star Melo. I'm just saying Melo need to be on the damn NBA roster. That's all I'm saying. I think that bar is pretty low for a guy who just dropped 25 points. You can't even call those highlights, man. Those are lowlights. I clicked on one of those uh, highlights, highlights, air quotations. You want to talk about that Asian well, Romo? Come on, man. The whole NBA is happy to have Romo. <laughs> the whole NBA is celebrating Melo back in the league. So it's, it's, it's like Melo insanity, insanity is, is The crowd in Chicago was chanting, we want Melo. You know, I was trying to remember why I dislike Melo. Okay. And then I remembered mm. Jeremy Lin. Okay. You know, when he was having all that success in New York, right? Mm-hmm. And the Nick, Nick fans were loving him. Yeah. Uh, Melo seemed to be a bit jealous of, of Lin Sanity, okay. if I remember. Okay. And uh, that, that, that's where Melo lost me. I'm like, okay. man, you can't be happy for, for your teammate? Okay. You know? So that is where it stems from. Is, that's it? That's where that's it stems it? from. Well, here, let me clear that up for you because Mel, uh, Romo likes reading tabloids, I guess. Do you know who suggested giving Jeremy Lin an opportunity to Mike D'Antoni? Melo. Oh, it was Melo. Yeah. So you know that but, you know that D'Antoni wasn't even going to play Jeremy Lin. But Melo. Melo said, give this guy a yeah, shot. But Melo didn't think that he was going to be uh, overshadowed by... Jeremy Lin, which he was at one point. No, Melo was hurt during that stretch. And and Lin Sanity, Lin Sanity was born. So people try. It's so funny how people try and paint this Melo as this bad guy when all his teammates love him, and he's the one who freaking started Lin Sanity. But now he's jealous of Lin Sanity. No, I believe Melo says something along the lines of it's not sustainable. Oh, and look, where's where's Lin Sanity? What happened after hey, New York? He won a championship in Toronto last year, sir. Don't do that. Don't do that. <laughs> see, see. It's he okay. did. Guys, listen. He did. Listen. Look it up. Romo is a professional troll. <laughs> Mellow fans out there, which is basically the entire NBA, the whole NBA universe is glad to have Mellow back. I can't believe you can't even get. And you, you take him off your all Latino team. <laughs> You don't get to put Melo on your all-Latino squad and you want to talk trash about him like this. He's honorable mention on that squad. Don't you lie to me. He's you sh- honorable you mention. Me, you showed me the list. He's behind Eduardo Nahira. You know what? No, I'm I'm just, <laughs> just, no but let's moving on. Moving yeah, on. Cool. Toronto. Mm-hmm. 
what Toronto's doing without uh, mm-hmm. Kawhi yes. is amazing. Yes. Because everyone thought that Toronto was done. Yes. You know? yes. They are they are really uh, uh, stepping up, man. Every uh, with Pascal Siakam, every guy on that team mm-hmm. is stepping up. They just be Philly. Yeah. They just be Philly last night. There you go. They and they were uh, uh, they dominated, right? I mean, and B didn't do anything. He didn't score a point. So yeah. Siakam, people don't talk about this guy, man, but he's he's improved a lot. He's. I mean, you got. I don't know what the stats are honestly, because who follows Toronto? But uh, definitely Dark Drake Horse, does. Dark, true, definitely Dark Horse MVP candidate. Uh, what can you say? I mean, they have a good infrastructure. They have uh, good coaching. They got great players with, with the championship pedigree. Now they're doing great. But I don't want to waste any time talking about Toronto because, like, let's let's be. They're serious. the champs, let's, man. Let's be serious. They're the champs. Do somebody want, beats them? I have a, I have a, I have an important question for you. Oh, go ahead. So Lakers are in first place. Uh, they're number two in yes, this week's. Sir. They're number two in this week's power rankings. Uh, Milwaukee leapfrogged them. How is that even possible? We got a better record. Do you have a better? Are you sure you have a better record? Yes, we're fifteen and two, sir. I, I don't know. I don't care. Uh, and uh, the Clippers, by the way, are number three in the power rankings, right behind the Lakers. So so far this year, who have you been more impressed with, the Lakers or the Clippers? Like I said, the Lakers are fifteen and two. Okay. Need I say more? So you're saying the Lakers have been more impressive than the Clippers this year? Yes, and I know, and I know that you are going to spin this and, and, and bring up it. bring up the the schedule or, or, or the easy schedule that uh, that we've had. Is that spin or facts? Look, all I know is that last year, okay, the West was stacked, right? And, and, and look, it look. So now you're telling me. Mm-hmm. That, oh, it's an easy schedule, yada, yada, yada. Look, man, all I know is that last year we were looking up at all these teams in the West, and now they're looking up at us. So okay, that's all I have to say about that. That's all that. I have to say? Well, I'm going to say the Clippers have been more impressive. How? Um, I'm glad. Great question. I'm glad you asked me. Please, explain. Um, one, we have had, I think, the fifth most difficult schedule in the NBA we have notable wins over. Hold on, let me get to my notes. Uh, I think we beat this team, other team in Los Angeles, the LA Lakers. Uh, we beat the Boston Celtics at the time, who had the best record in the East. We beat the Toronto Raptors, who you just gave a lot of praise to, the defending champions. We beat the Utah Jazz at full strength when they had Bogdanovich. Uh, and we also beat the Houston Rockets. And actually, I believe Houston and Boston were in the same week. So, and keep in mind, we didn't start off the season with Paul George. Kawhi Leonard has missed, you know, a few games here and there due to load management because he has a, a degenerative leg injury that's legitimate. Is that okay. why Doc got fined? It's a legitimate injury. Because um, he lied? So, even that with that being said, we're still top four in the West. We're number three in the power rankings. And we have probably the most notable wins in the NBA so far. I mean, can you list off some of the notable wins that the Lakers have had this year? Off the top of my head, we beat the Spurs twice already. Oh, who, the, oh, who, who, who oh, you no, had... No, 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 no. We, yeah, no, yes, no, sir. No, no, we beat no, the Spurs no, no. twice. Who you had winning the division, right? So, so you thought the Spurs were good enough to win the division. But they're not good right now. But we beat them twice. Because Spurs. we made them look bad. No, now, no, no, no. The Spurs have been losing to everybody. They were like on a well, historic seven-game losing streak. We put them on. We, put them, we set them on a t- tailspin after. Uh, the, you're not starting off strong here. Okay, look, we look. We beat the Mavs. 
right? Controversially, we, we beat okay. Controversially, move on. We beat, oh, we beat Utah without Bogdanovich. Oh, here we go. See what these Clipper are. Fans are the worst. Romo, I'm giving you real facts. Clipper fans are the worst. I'm giving you real facts right now. Because see, like I said last year, see nobody would see. Whoa! No, because this is the thing. Are we're you, the top dog you're, you're right the, now. You're the victims right now. No, because you're the victims. because we were looking at uh, at all these teams right last year. Oh man, yeah, the Lakers are not even. They're not even going to make the playoffs, and which they didn't. Well, you guys okay, haven't made the because, playoffs because LeBron got injured. In but like five or six years, Romo. Look, all I know is that we're the top team. You are. I'm looking at the standings right here. Okay, Lakers, fifteen and two. All right, the overall league standings, not the Western Conference. Sure. Okay. Excellent. The Bucks are fourteen and three. Ooh. So they're right behind us. But I'm looking at your Clippers. Yeah. And I must say, I'm very disappointed. Twelve oh. and five. Oh, we have. They yeah. are seventh currently overall. Overall. Overall, not not in the West. Yes. Just, I mean, so for a team, right? I believe for, Kawhi, I've, like I said, Paul George missed the first ten games, and Kawhi Leonard has sat about five games, and we no only excuses. have. No excuses. No excuses. The NBA, Mike. Oh, so can you go up? Who has a better record than us? The Lakers? Absolutely. Bucks? Uh, Aloha, Lakers, we beat them. Bucks, we lost to them without Kawhi. Who's number three? You got Denver? We haven't played them yet. You got Miami. Surprise. Surprise. Yeah, that's a shock. 12 and 4. You got the Celtics, 12 and 4. Beat them. You got the Raptors, 12 and 4. Beat them. You got. Okay, let's stop. Oh, no, 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 no. Who's next? Houston? Is no, Houston? no, it's the Clippers. It's the Clippers. Oh, okay. You guys oh, are seven. So all those teams who are ahead of us, for the most part, we beat. Cool. Got it. You know, and, and like I said, I'm disappointed in the Clippers, man. I was real excited. I was real excited. You know, Kawhi's coming to town. You know, I was even glancing at, uh, you know, ticket prices for uh, Christmas Day. You know, oh, okay. but uh, apparently, man, the Clippers uh, ticket prices have gone up. I think they've implemented the Kawhi tax. Uh, yeah, but it's, it's, uh, it's called the championship tax because we're about to <laughs> about to get that championship. No, you're not. No, you're we're cursed. Not. We're you're not. cursed. You want us to Clippers be cursed. Are cursed. You want us to be cursed so bad. But nah, man. Look, I'm looking forward to that Christmas Day game. Yeah. Uh, we're gonna get payback, you know, uh, for that first game that we drop. So we're, we're gonna we're gonna make it right. Truth is, both teams have looked good. Um, you gotta get the hate out your heart. Look. All, 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 all things uh, being even. I mean, I'm not going to bring up the fact that you guys barely beat Memphis, barely beat Chicago, who Portland Trace a wins blew, a win. blew out, by the way. A win's a win. Uh, you guys barely beat Oklahoma City a couple times. Uh, I'm not going to bring that up. You know what, though? I'm not bring that up. These, these, these close games, you know, to me, they're more impressive. When you can win close games like that, as opposed to blowing people out, because that, what that shows me mm. is the Lakers... Are a championship team. So like, when you're able to win close games like that, mm-hmm. you know, that shows me a lot. So like the Clippers close game against Boston, or the Clippers close. Oh, game you mean that game? Uh, uh, Jason Tatum dropped uh, uh, your, your great uh, uh, defender. Uh, was it PG? Hey, at least he's. That was not. That was. And by the way, why is uh, Pat Bev flopping all over the court? What's what what's what's his deal, man? That's today's NBA. I mean, did he go to the Vladi Divac School of Flopping? No, he went to LeBron James School of Flopping. <laughs> Vladi's before his time. He's been watching LeBron his whole career. Wow, you can you compare Pat Bev to the great to the great king when it comes to flopping? Yeah, I don't see Pat Bev doing chase down blocks, sir. Chase down blocks. I love these. That was beautiful. I to love watch. these overrated. That was beautiful LeBron to watch. Stats. Chase down blocks. I blocked somebody who didn't see me coming. I'm great. Don't act like you weren't impressed, Mike. Wasn't impressed, didn't see it. Don't care. 
just like your mellow highlights. Was not impressed. Didn't see him. Yeah, you know what? <laughs> okay, man, listen. Uh, uh, Lakers and Clippers are doing well. Lamar Jackson experience is real. Uh, uh, this has been a... Oh, you got something One more to thing. Add? You got something to add? One more thing. What we got? Because you know, what day is it today, Mike? It's not hump day. No, what day is it? Uh, oh, Luka versus the Clippers? No, 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 no. But, Luka, no. but the Clippers, that's another that's thing. That's tonight. Yeah, that's tonight. Oh, you guys taking it Yeah, down. that's a tonight. But tonight is the night not you, Taco Tuesday. Is become one? Not Taco Tuesday. It's Tamale Tuesday. I'm changing it up a little bit because it's Thanksgiving. Yeah, and, and, and yeah, Thanksgiving, tamale so, season was, is upon us. So lost. Tamale season <laughs> is upon us. Okay. So hope everybody enjoys their Thanksgiving. No, is that tamale? We can talk about our favorite Thanksgiving oh, food. Oh, tamale. That's yours. That's my I'm Mexican my, man. Mine's pecan pie. Woo! I I can get on board with you that. You said there was a spot in Texas. Yes, right? man. Woo! Bill Miller. Bill Miller. Man, my family took me to this uh, this restaurant out in Texas. Uh, Bill Miller. They have. I used to think that uh, Marie Callender's had the best Me too. pecan pie. And my mom, of course. But Oh, hey, yeah. nothing better than mom, yeah. mom cooking. Yeah. Uh, that's always the best. But, yeah. yeah, man, pecan pie, whoo, fire. Hey, you bring some tamales, I'll bring you pecan pie, you know. Good deal. All right, man, everybody have a happy Thanksgiving. We'll talk to happy you Happy Thanksgiving, everybody. Thank you for tuning in for today's episode of the Control Room Podcast. As always, you can reach me on Instagram and Twitter at Michael D. Walker 3. You can also leave a voice message through the Anchor app if you want to keep the conversation going. And hit us up on the Control Room Podcast Instagram page at the Control Room Podcast. Had a lot of fun doing this episode this week. There's a lot of big stuff going on in sports. And we even got to talk about our favorite Thanksgiving uh, foods. Obviously, pecan pie has been my all-time favorite uh, Romo loves his tamales. Would love to hear back from you guys what some of you guys' favorites are. Uh, Till next time, talk to you guys later. Happy holidays.